Even the Brains Tribe can't screw up online shopping when they use Amazon.com. Get the best deals on everything you need and help support our Survivor podcasts all season long when you start your shopping at RobHevesWebsite.com slash Amazon. The smartest guys around are about to break it down like they want the game a million times. Well, actually, they didn't really win the game at all. Survivor, no way to That's right, it's the Survivor Know-It-Alls, and we are back here for our fourth season of Survivor Know-It-Alls here for Survivor, uh, I've heard it 13 different ways tonight from Jeff Probst himself, Kagayan, Kagayan, <laughs> what is it, Stephen Fishback? <laughs> Whoa, excuse me. Stephen. I'm, I'm bursting at the seams over here. Yeah. I'm so excited, Rob. I'm so excited to see you. I'm so excited to be talking about Survivor. I'm so excited by this season. I, I thought it was a cute twist to begin with. Tonight, it was just a, a, a totally nuts, nuts at first episode, a lot of big things to talk about. And uh, Rob, there is no one who I would uh, want to be talking with more than you. Yeah, you seem giddy, and that makes me giddy because, oh. uh, you know, I don't think we've even talked since the last Survivor Know-It-Alls after the finale. This is the, our only means of communication is on is on a podcast, and so I miss you. I and miss I've you. been getting so many messages from people. Is Stephen Fishback on Survivor right now? Because he <laughs> hasn't tweeted since January 25th. So many people are concerned about you, Stephen. People, where oh, is Stephen Fishback? That's really thoughtful. I, I'm taking a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, January was my, was my birthday. It was my 35th birthday. I'm an old man, and I thought, you know, I need I need to like gather some of my maturity into me and just unleash it all in one torrent on uh, on the know it alls. Oh, see, I have only started tweeting even more since my thirty fifth birthday. Oh, there you go. So we're like taking two cla- cat, you know, two paths, and in like ten years, we'll see like which one of us is doing better. This will be like an experiment. Yeah, maybe Robert Frost will write a poem about our social media one <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, the tweet less retweeted. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we've got so much to do here. Everybody is so excited. We've got uh, about seven hundred people watching this live right now. It is uh, about twenty minutes after the episode ended on the East Coast. A two-hour Survivor premiere. So much to get to. Tough night for the Brains Tribe. Oh my God. Every single season or so, like maybe every other season, we say such and such a tribe is the worst tribe in history. Is the Brains Tribe actually the worst tribe in Survivor history? One episode in. Yes, I think they I, they they have the potential because arguably they they lost they were really terrible and they lost two of their stronger players in the first night. Whereas we had the tribe that with Malcolm and Denise, where at the end it was like Malcolm and Denise sort of cutting out the fat. This is sort of like the two, maybe maybe the two of the best guys that they had are now gone. Not just two of their strongest players, Rob. Also all of their rice. And the rice. And the rice is gone. And it's yeah. about to have a torrential downpour. And, we, and they, we, they had like the worst shelter building experience since All-Stars, you know, with Rupert. <laughs> like that's basically, I mean, like. Yeah. 
So well, let's what do you think of this? Hold, uh, what hold do you on. Think of this all right, all right, let me on. let me set the show up. Let me set the show up. Then yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll jump into everything. I know everybody's excited. Okay, so this is Survivor Know It Alls. We are we are live here on robhasawebsite.com. People are going in the chat room. Scott St. Pierre is taking your questions. Uh, use the hashtag RHAP. And of course, uh, if you're listening to the audio or uh, if you want to join our YouTube channel, you can go to robhasawebsite.com slash YouTube. And we always appreciate it uh, when you subscribe. And if you're happy to see the show back and you like what we do here tonight, we love it when you give us a like on the YouTube video as well. And if you want to subscribe to Rob Has a Podcast, we got a, this is only the beginning. We got, the, we got this. We got exit interviews with both both players who were kicked off tomorrow will have a our full recap podcast with Steven's favorite player Otis is going to be joining us for the first uh, podcast of the season so we've got so much so much to do here so if you want to subscribe Rob has a website.com slash iTunes for the main show feed or for survivor only you can go to Rob has a website.com slash survivor podcast all right Steven go ahead you have the floor. Uh, just, just, just make sure Otis is paying attention to you on the podcast, Rob, and isn't off meditating somewhere. When he's <laughs> I will. To be, uh, yeah. I'll check that out. All right. So yeah. let's let's just jump in here. Okay. Question number one. So we had this insane tribal council here tonight, yeah. which I, as I'm watching it, I did not think it was going to be an insane tribal council. Jeff Probst is like, boy. A lot of stuff came out here tonight. Let's see how it goes. And I said to Nicole, uh, I'll tell you how it goes. Everybody votes out the girl that dumped out all the rice for the tribe. I'll tell you how it goes. And that was not how it went. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the thing is, as crazy and bad as Jatia is, I feel like Gary is almost that bad. I feel like he's close. Like, he actually says to Tasha, you know, you are not in our alliance. There's there's a three-person alliance. It's me, Spencer, and Cass, and you are not in it. Garrett is a poker player. His job is to withhold information. Is Garrett's poker tell when he tells the other people what cards he has? <laughs> it's a literal tell? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he did tonight. He literally told Tasha where she, what she was doing. Okay, so tell me this. Did he... Did they change their vote at Tribal Council, or did they already decide the three of them were together, and that just sort of was, you know, the icing on the cake? That's a good question. I'd be very interested to hear whenever you get to talk to Cass, probably next week. Um, you know, that I, I would bet that Cass changed her vote at Tribal Council based on how bad Garrett was. Yeah. And boy, uh, everybody is all fired up tonight. Uh, Jimmy Edwards says uh, a nuclear bomb was just <laughs> dropped on the brain drive. There you go. Boy, this uh, is the problem with casting non brain. I feel like this is not representative of what a real brain drive could do, Rob. Like, these are not really, these are some of the stupidest players ever. Well, this confirmed all of our worst suspicions of what could happen with the Brains Tribe. In all the previews that we did, we said, that, you know, all these players in a vacuum seem smart, but will they just be gunning for each other out of the gate? And, you know, I think that's, that's exactly what happened. You had David and Garrett going for each other right from the get-go, and now they're both gone. And now you have Spencer left here uh, with these three women who... Now it's it's just it's it's an insane night. It's an insane night overall. Uh, Stephen, what did you think of Spencer? I, I'm interested to hear your uh, thoughts on that because you didn't. You, again, you haven't been tweeting, so I really have no idea what you think of any of these players. So initially, I was a little bit hesitant about Spencer. I thought he was a little bit too much talk, a little bit too much bravado about how evil he was going to be, how manipulative. And you don't like that. I. I I like the bravado when it's coming from a guy who I think can execute on the bravado. You know, Russell Hans talks smack. He is going to bring smack to the table. Spencer's a 21-year-old kid. He's got no life experience. I thought, this kid is going to – he's going to self-destruct. He's going to try to be this mastermind, and he's going to fail. 
I think Spencer is playing it exactly as he should, and he is not going for the mastermind role. He is sitting back, he is playing other people's game, and he is like just subtly influencing people. And I thought one great example of that was in this conversation he has with Gary, where he's like talking about the immunity idol. And like he's saying, oh, don't you think David could have the idol? I'm kind of worried maybe David has the idol. On the one hand, maybe Spencer is actually worried about David having the idol. I think Spencer's worried that Garrett might have the idol. That's interesting. I thought Spencer had a great first night. I, I Again, I too thought Spencer might just be all bluster. But no, I thought he had a really good first night. Unfortunately, he's just on a tribe that is really not very good. He's he just he could be doomed uh, by his tribe. Like he could not even make the merge, and it would be one hundred percent because of the tribe that he was on, and not because of anything that he did wrong. Yeah, I mean, I think in any other situation, Spencer would be a really great player. I mean, who knows? You know, like Malcolm had the opportunity to become a great player, partially because Mott saying such a disaster. You know, he really got like forged in the fire of, of Mott Singh. Um, and it could same thing could happen to Spencer. You know, there's something to be said for going to tribal council a lot of times. Uh, you really learn how to play the game really well. Uh, and who knows, if, if there's a swap or, you know, Spencer's the last, uh, whatever, person standing, you know, maybe. Let's take it from Cass's perspective. She had a was in a big swing position tonight. So did she make the right move to go with the with the other two women to go with Tasha and JT, Jatia, not JT. I don't I don't want to get uh <laughs> my heart I'm not talking about your friend. Yeah. I, get, I get excited, J- yeah. Jatia. Um did Cass make the right decision? I think this is interesting. Um it's a tough one. I think I think the answer is no because in either group she is third. She is third with Jatia. She is third with Gary. But on Jatia's side, she has the, the person who's losing all the challenges, who's poured out the rice. And on Garrett's side, she, she has like a, a pretty, you know, a pretty strong guy, as bad as, bad as he is strategically. Um, I think the move is to go with the people who are not going to actively destroy your tribe. What, what do you think, Rob? Yeah, I think she made the wrong decision here because the last time I checked, it's a final three. And even if she's the Monica Culpepper to Jervis and Tyson, st- it still has a much better chance to get to the final three with those three than to uh, be with Tasha, who I actually thought had a, had a pretty decent night, and uh, Jatia, who I thought was terrible, Stephen. <laughs> I didn't love Tasha. Now, you know, there's something very sympathetic about Tasha being like, we're supposed to strategize. This is Survivor. But you don't tell people you want to strategize. You know, you just make it happen. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I thought that I couldn't believe that Tasha would, like had like a tantrum over. <laughs> On the one hand, you had Garrett, who was doing something uh, that was very dumb, that he was like, he basically was like trying to filibuster the vote. He was like, okay, let's all just, okay, we're going to vote out Jatia tonight. And now for the rest of the day, I just would like to stand here and nobody else make, (laughs) have any side conversations. It's already, it's done. Let's, let's just relax now and just, we'll, we'll just wait till they tell us it's time for tribal council. And Tasha says, well, that's not fair. That's not fair. I should get to, I want to strategize with people. This is like, just go strategize. Just, just go, just go do it. Just make it happen. And like telling people you want to strategize is not the best move. Uh, Like let's talk about Garrett's decision here because I agree, horrible, horrible play by Garrett. But in a certain circumstance, that kind of attitude can actually be very helpful. We're all going to make a decision as a group, we're, 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 and we're not, no, no one is going to go off and talk. You know, Philip very effectively did it in Survivor Caramone. Boston Rob, obviously the master of it on Survivor Redemption Island. If you make sure that nobody can strategize, then, then there's no fear of screwing up the vote. What is Garrett doing wrong that those people were doing right? 
Well, in those instances, uh, what people are doing wrong is that, okay, we're all we're all together. We're going to tell each other. If anybody says anything, you're going to come back and we're going to report that information. That's different than we're all just going to sit here and nobody (laughs) is allowed to have a side conversation, you know, or or like walk away. Boston Rob said, okay, you're all going to have a buddy. Okay, and if and if you have a buddy, then then that person, you know, if your buddy is talking out of school, you got to come back and tell me. That was the system, but this is a lot. This is a lot different than that, and it's ironic that then they went to go make sure that Cass and Tasha were not strategizing, and meanwhile, Jatia went and she did the brand enhance. Who does the brand enhance? What world are we living in now, when this is like an acceptable move? You know, it's like not shocking. It's a thing that's happened, and it's a thing that won't even necessarily get you voted out. What, what, what a society, Rob! What a, what, what a country! What? I can't believe it. People are doing brand. People are doing the brand enhance. He and I bet now everyone does it. I bet now, as soon as someone knows they're going home, they dump the rice. They're like, "That's the thing. You dump the rice." There was actually a person that watched brand enhance on TV and said, "That's a good idea. I'm going to do that." <laughs> That worked for him. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do Brandon. Uh, It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable because like now it is less outrageous. You know, like it is less outrageous and now more people are going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I I pity these, these youthful survivor contestants uh, who are, you know, out there who knows what's going to happen to them. Anything can happen. Someone will get murdered and they'll be like, you can't put them out. So now it's not even like, okay, go watch them and make sure that nobody's making an alliance. It's like, okay, you stand and watch guard the rice and make sure the person who's going to get voted out doesn't go and take the rice and dump it out or put our shoes in the fire or do any of these things. It's like you have to just like have a police state. You've always got to babysit the person who's going home because they just could just and it's like. The craziest thing was that tribal council, she was just like, oh, I did that. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that silly of me? Like, it was like not like a horrible thing that they wrestled with. It was like, yeah. (laughs) And it used to be you would blindside people. We're we're like two old men. We're like the old guys on the Muppets. Uh, (laughs) You know, in my day, you blindsided people so they wouldn't make a new alliance. Uh, Now you blindside people so they don't go and dump the rice out in the fire. It's crazy. I love Jeff Prost's comment. It was like, what is it? It was like an interesting tribal council. And a crazy one. Like, he was just, like, straight up, this was absolutely nuts. Yeah, Jeff Probst says the reason why people do blindsides is because they're effective. They are effective. They are effective. It's a good thing. He knows a thing or two about Survivor, that guy. They are. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's uh, – I don't even know where I don't even know where to go. Uh, I guess let's well, – One thing I want to oh, – go ahead. I mean, maybe you've already talked about this, and I think you have, is just the fact that this brains tribe is not the brains tribe that we deserve to have. It is not a tribe of actual brains. It is just a tribe of people who cannot keep their mouths shut. Um, it's not like like Spencer is the only, and David maybe, to, are the only real like brains. Maybe Cass as well. Yeah, Tasha, Tasha. I don't have a, I, mean, I don't have a big problem. If anything, my biggest problem is Jatia with this with this group because everybody else seems like they were savvy about about the game. Um, I mean, I don't know exactly what Garrett was trying to do, but he at least has a profession where there is strategy involved in what he is doing, and I think he uh, supposedly studied the game. But this Jatia, I, I really am at my wit's end. 
Anybody who shows up on day one with uh, with washboard abs has not studied the game. That is a person who is not interested in being there for 39 days. You do not go for 39 <laughs> days looking like you just have been like on a on a shredding you know program. Um, Garrett claimed he spent 2,000 hours preparing for Survivor. Oh no. Oh no! What does that even mean? He spent two thousand. He was, yeah. just spent two thousand hours preparing for Survivor. Um, it's not good. Uh, let's talk about the. Let's touch on the first tribal council as well before we get to. By the way, there are two other tribes. Um, so, uh, in the in the first hour, we had David, who I was very surprised because I had David. I thought David was going to be somebody who I thought could have gone very far in the game. David was one of my favorites playing it. Yeah, and. David did not do a lot wrong, in my opinion. Uh, I felt like his biggest mistakes were in that first, like he acted too, too aggressively in that right. first little interaction with the group. And he, he said to Garrett, you know, I'm making a decision based on the end game. He wasn't really apologetic and he just was like very matter of fact. And maybe he thought that that was going to be more effective to not have this like false sense of apology and just be like, here's what I'm doing. Yeah, and I think that's basically a survivor sin when it's day one and you're thinking about uh, you know a day that's in the double digits. You know that you just worry about getting through three days. And if if you're if you get elected the leader of that group, who is the weakest? The right answer is Cass. Right, always go for the older lady. In some because often they'll just excuse you. And also, like, did these people really think these people were getting voted out of the game? Like, how many times has it happened that someone's been isolated the first day? Now, it happened to us in Token Chains, and we had a moment of, like, oh, my God, maybe these two people are going home. But three people on day one, uh, it just – it's like, what are you thinking? It's not going to be a, tr- a game of 15 people. You can't realistically be thinking the all these people are actually going home right away. Yeah, and doubly, what I'd be thinking is these people are going to, you know, get some sort of a power or something mm-hmm. like that. And, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I know it was different last season where somebody was going to Redemption Island, but I, I don't know. They didn't see that last season. Um, and, and too, like if someone went to Redemption Island, you know, that you don't want that person to be your, your biggest threat. Um, I don't like the leader twist, Rob. I don't like it. I think it's unfair. I think it's it, it adds tension in a way that is not organic to the game. It basically, once you've got been the leader you are screwed because you have a person with a grudge against you. And my my personal favorite for the season, I feel like, is really getting screwed by that, who is LJ. I feel like LJ would be doing gangbusters except for the fact that he was elected leader and now he has Morgan with a vendetta against him. Is that a bad, is that necessarily a bad thing? Is you know Morgan Morgan with a vendetta? Is that I know the episode is called a hot girl with a grudge, but you know this isn't ex- exactly like uh, pissing off Kaiser Soze. I think it is a bad thing. I mean, it turns out like empirically to be a bad thing because Bryce plays on it. They recruit Jeremiah. You know, I I think LJ. I, I worry about LJ because uh, I love him. He's 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 beautiful looking. And he's amazing at puzzles. I like his attitude, and I think that this like this like sort of like negative Nancy alliance uh, with Morgan and uh, you know, Bryce is going to be a uh, going to be his downfall. You're concerned about the Morgan and Bryce alliance. I'm concerned that we saw them like pull in Jeremiah at the end of it, you know. And now that's that's three people, and yeah, I thought, I'm not seeing. Yeah, I thought Jeremiah was with LJ. But didn't doesn't wasn't there a scene of them? Yeah, pulling there him was. In the I, I don't yeah. understand why he why he would switch from LJ. 
Yeah. You know, because because Morgan has giant boobs. Did you really not understand that? <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Because yeah. he wants. So Bryce is uh, Bryce is like the pimp. And so and basically like Jeremiah is the John and uh, more and Morgan is the uh, professional woman. And yeah. and Bryce is like, hey, man, you want to you want to get some of this? Like, you got to you got to pay up. You're in this alliance now. We need your vote. Are you saying Morgan is a lady of the beach? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. That's what right. it's like. He's he's yeah. he's pimping out Morgan. She's the bait and he's pimping yeah. her out. Okay. All right. Well, what do you think of the beauty tribe? Is is it, is it too soon to switch tribes? Uh, no, I'm sure we'll come back to it. We got a, we got a, a ton of questions. Uh, I'm sure we'll we'll come back to uh, the brains tribe. Uh, we could talk beauty tribe. Yeah, I feel like that was pretty much uh, you know, we, I think we all thought LJ was going to be good. I don't think there's any surprise there that he came out of the gate good. I thought actually Morgan was a little sharper than I expected her to be. Her lie about why she was off looking for the idol and what she chose, that was so on point. That was really smart. Yeah, that was very smart. I was, I was very impressed with her. So yeah. uh, for a number of reasons, Stephen. Because of the boobs. Yeah. Steven, did you think did you think it was an unfair advantage for the beauty tribe that the immunity challenge involved lugging around a huge chest? <laughs> you think that was why they won? <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um Bryce impressed me tonight too. I thought Bryce was good. I felt like Bryce was exactly the type of Bryce that I expected him to be. He was like he had like some great one, like what was like buy these purple pants? I'm gonna set you up or something like uh, he, he was scheming in a very low-key way yeah, he was great i really liked him yeah and i felt like bryce could have gone either either way and i feel like i'm happy to see that he he ended up being uh it seems like he's a, a strong player and he's there to pl- he's there to play the game he wasn't like somebody that you know oh he, like he wasn't wilting on day one he actually was like right. there to play so that was good and the yeah that's a great point yeah and then i felt like alexis and jeffro were kind of non-entities uh so far through the first episode Right, they were just like giggling and like splashing in the shore. They were like the eye candy of the beauty of the beauty tribe. Yeah, Stephen, uh, are are y'all uh, urinating a lot? <laughs> what a strange! I know you're not pooping. I know you're not pooping. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about the brawn tribe. And Stephen, I we, know, we have I have no idea what you think of any of the players. I was uh, very high on Sarah all through the preseason, and I felt redeemed in my day uh, or night one assessment of Sarah so far. Yeah, who was just on the, on your screen behind you. Uh, I really liked Sarah as well. I thought she was great. Of the people who were elected leaders, she was the only one who seemed to be able to do it, uh, you know, without irritating someone. Trish, to her credit, took it very well. I mean, Braun is like exactly what you want Braun to be. They're a bunch of athletes. They want to high five. They're all go team, you know, except for Tony. But I agree. Sarah is great. Yeah, Sarah was Sarah was great. Cliff Robinson was good. I did not think Cliff Robinson would do well here. And Cliff Robinson had a good first night. Yeah, he was charming. Everybody loved him. He's just laughing, being nice. I love Woo. Woo's great. Woo. How do you know like Woo? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. good. They're they're fun. And it seems like in that group, uh, it seems like the four that's forming is Sarah, Woo, uh, Cliff, and even Lindsay. And then it's Trisha and Tony that are on the outs. 
And I like Tony. I really enjoy just the way he talks. And he builds <laughs> a spy shack. Like, I don't even understand. Can you explain the spy shack to me, Rob? What, what does the spy shack do? Yeah, so the spy, Nicole summed up the spy shack uh, best, I felt like. So Nicole said to me, I feel like the spy shack is just Tony being like, okay, you can't see me. You can't yeah. see me. And I'm holding my hands in front of my face. You can't see me. I'm in the spy shack now. Uh, boy, do you think that uh, Philip Shepard was watching the TV tonight and throwing the remote control over that he did not invent the spy shack? You know that there is going to be a specialist hut next time Philip Shepard is on. That's no, in, amazing. In, in, That's... in, in, in uh, the next uh, specialist Costa Rica job, too, it will be, yeah. there will be a spy shack, at least. Yeah. It's like, it is literally, you're absolutely right. It is, it is just like a place for like Tony to like put his hands over his face. Like it's like a little like, bar, what, what is it? Can you, can you, I seriously don't even get like, in, what's it in Tony's mind? What is it? I think what he, in Tony's mind, it's a bush that's behind the shelter that he can either hide behind or in, in which then he can then uh, eavesdrop on the other people while they're making... No one's going to notice Tony there? Yeah. Why not just go behind the shelter? If you want to be behind the shelter, why do you have to climb into a bush to get... Um, boy, how bad did Tony mishandle the Sarah, uh, are you a cop conversation? Yeah, pretty badly. I mean, he. I feel like he wasn't even sure. Like, when he said that thing about, I'll be honest with you, I'm not. Like, I feel like maybe he was, like, on the fence about it. It's, that's a hard one. Would you, would you, you would tell her you were a cop. I don't think that, like, not for anything. If, if I was on a tribe and I found out somebody was a cop, I wouldn't say, boy, uh, that person's a cop. I got to vote them out because cops are very untrustworthy and people who are, you know, you can't, they're not loyal and they're not like, like if he, if he was a bad guy, then I wouldn't say I was a bad guy. I would say I was a cop. Uh, I don't think that why is like people overthink this so much. People Every just job. Like happy. Yeah. Every job. If you're if you're a school teacher, you're like, oh, I don't want to say I'm a school teacher because then people will know that I work with kids and uh, I have tenure, so uh, so I'll say I'm a doctor. I'm like, oh, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are just so excited to be like sneaky and devious. They've been they've been you know they've been applying to Survivor for years. The whole application process itself has lasted months. They've been thinking about it for weeks. They've been on a plane. They've been at Ponderosa pregame. They are so excited to be devious that they're like all of these plans. That's why I feel like Tony's. It's like a little kid with his spy game. Oh, I'm not a cop. I work in construction. I mean, like, why is construction better than a cop? You know, like, people have great associations with construction. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be whistling at all the women walking by. And uh, and, or then she say, oh, you're in construction. Great. Oh, that'll be so much. That'll be such a big help with the shelter. Like, oh, I mean, uh, I'm in. (laughs) I work in construction. Yeah. Yeah. Naval construction. Um, But I like Tony. I mean, the fact that he, you know, he immediately... The, the Braun tribe is a little bit low-key. Tony seems to be going full throttle. I appreciated that. He found the idol, you know, not for nothing. Am I using that right? I feel like I learned that expression for you, not for nothing. Not no, for that's nothing. good. That's good. I mean, well, okay. What are you saying is not for nothing? That he found the idol. Yeah. Uh, well, first, I was concerned that he went into the water and he said, I found a lump. I, or, and I, was, I was like, oh, no, Tony. Uh, but yeah, thank goodness. Know. Thank goodness. Yeah. It was just the immunity idol. What do you think of immunity idols hidden in bags underwater this season? I kind of i I would kind of like it, except that it's they seem pretty easy to find. People are just like taking a swim and they're finding idols. Yeah, and Garrett uh, was blindsided with an idol. Didn't seem to not even bring the idol with him to tribal council. 
Left the idol back at camp. Does that mean someone is going to find it in his stuff? I think it does. Was it in his stuff or he hid it somewhere else? Uh, not made clear. Not made clear. <laughs> because it seems to me, and I never had the hidden immunity idol. If I had the hidden immunity, I would bring it with me every time to tribal council. The only place that it has any value is tribal council. If it was up to me, I would bring the hidden immunity idol every time I went to tribal council. I mean, I agree with you in theory. I, I just think that, like, I, in practice, if you truly believe that you have everything under control, often it is more dangerous to go and dig it up if you have it properly hidden uh, than it would be, you know, the, the, the presumed risk of digging it up is larger than the presumed risk. Okay, but in Garrett's situation, where with everything that was going on, do you think that he should have brought the idol with him? I mean, Garrett, I think, had a very – if someone just burnt – Poured out the rice. I feel like it would be. I would feel pretty comfortable in thinking that person would go home, as I did tonight. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, should we? I feel like we're gonna have a million questions. I feel like let's uh, let's jump into questions because uh, I know we don't try to do like an hour show here with this. Uh, but let's let's go ahead and uh, try. Let's take a few a few questions from you guys. Kurt Clark, the tabulator, wants to know: Still thinking the Beauty Tribe is going to be uh, the one that is full of comedy gold? Question mark. No, the Brains Tribe has been much more uh, full of comedy gold so far. And the Brains has kept their like number one comedic you know driver, who is Jatia, who yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, Stephen, did you hear that Jatia loves nerds? <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. What is that about? What is her whole like nerd thing about? I mean, uh, let's not even get into that. Okay. <laughs> it's it's complicated from what I upsetting. from what I understand. Right. <laughs> from what I understand. Okay. Uh, this is from uh, Coral Fanatic. Edward Morris wants to know: Do you think that Cass made up her mind before Tribal, or was something said uh, to get her to vote for Garrett? Well, could we just talk through exactly what Garrett said? And this is like one of the. If this was later, I would have watched that Tribal Council again before we came on. So, how exactly did what did Garrett say that was the offensive line? I think the worst thing, Garrett, I mean, it seemed like Garrett put in his mouth, put his foot in his mouth in a number of ways. But I felt like the worst thing he said was this thing about how, like, the Alliance all wanted Jatia out. And then, like, Cass smiled and, like, Jeff was like, what do you mean? And Garrett was like, oh, the, um, the Alliance of me, Spencer, and Cass. And then, then, then he tried to, like, contradict himself, right? Then he was like, oh, I don't mean that. I didn't say that. And then he had just said that. Like, what, what, what? I, do you remember it wrong? Yeah, I think so. I think, and then he said, uh, the, the four of us. And somebody was like, which four? <laughs> and, right. uh, and then Jeff even said, wait, but isn't that just exactly what you said? And even Spencer threw him under the bus. Like, Spencer was like, yeah, actually, Jeff, yeah, that is what, that is what he said. I, you know, we can't, we can't take that I think back. Spencer's playing the right game, though, in terms of just answering the questions honestly at Travel Council. I think that's the way to play now. I think Cochran did it really well in Caramon and just being as honest and straightforward as possible. And I, I think that's what, what Spencer is doing. It's like, I am going to say, when Jeff asks something, I'm always going to give the most forthright answer. Uh, and, and then no one can accuse me of being duplicitous. What's the next move for Spencer? I think he's got to put the target on. I mean, one, Jatia really blows up again. And two, I think Cass. I think Cass is going to be a weak link in a, in a, in a challenge. You know, they, these people still have to compete in challenges. They just voted off their ox. You know, like what, what's going to happen to them? Yeah, I, that's why I think that was such a bad move for Cass, because I feel like that what has a better chance of getting you to the merge, at least with some numbers. And I feel like to vote out 
to she's the third in that Garrett and Spencer alliance. Okay, no matter what. And you know what? Guess what? She's probably third in the Tasha Jatia alliance anyway. So if I'm going to be third, I would rather have Garrett over Jatia, who single handedly cost the challenge. One of the worst ways, like not since Daniel Liu has one person been so (laughs) responsible for a tribe blowing such a big lead on Survivor. Hugely, and a, a freaking nuclear engineer. I love Spencer's remark that like he makes him actually afraid that she's a nuclear engineer. She also screwed up the first challenge when she like just started grabbing keys and not unlocking things. She she was really one of their like major problems. And she also screwed up the shelter. She showed up and was like, "Hey, I'm the I'm the nuclear engineer." And you know, it it really is. Spencer had it right. It's terrifying to think that she is. <laughs> our lives are in her hands. Yeah. Um, probably one of the worst players ever. I mean, you, you know, someone who's not voted out first is, is often, you know, you can't say, oh, well, they were voted out, so they're the worst. She, she's redefining bad. We've seen players bounce back, so the story isn't written, but it, I would say probably one of the fir- worst first nights in the history of the show for a person that survived the first night. You're thinking Ho-Ho, the Ho- Holly Hoffman? <laughs> that's pretty bad uh, Holly Hoffman yeah. bounced back Holly Hoffman that's I don't I don't think that anybody I mean really how many things it, it's a, even a miracle for somebody who went to two tribal councils how many things did she survive one she uh, screwed up the whole thing with the shelter and bossed everybody around and people wanted to vote her out for that then she screwed up in the first challenge not the you know what you can't put all the blame on her but definitely she was not a strong part of the first challenge then she blows the second challenge completely 100% 110% her fault then she dumps out the rice on <laughs> it's like she's testing them you know it's like how far can i push this it's like a, she's it's like the entire show of survivors getting pumped rob it's like how far can i push this and not get voted out what else could she do now to to force to cause herself to get voted out right it's like she's the mole yeah. Could yeah. She, be, she could be the mole. Uh, yeah. So really just a, a horrible first night, and yet she's there. So what did Garrett say, and do you think it was enough to cause Cass to flip? I, I think that what but they didn't like about Garrett, and not not particularly what he said there. I think it was it was more that he what he did at early on in the camp. It seemed to really bug Tasha. And we have to find out whether or not Cass flipped at tribal council or Cass flipped back at camp after her and Tasha had the conversation. I think that's the key thing that we need to find out about this episode. I agree. I agree. I mean, I do think Garrett was at, was bad enough at tribal council that it would just his, his, if I were, if I were, what's her name? Which one? Cass? Cass. If I were Cass sitting there at tribal council and you know what? Jatia had a pretty good performance at Tribal Council. Jatia does pretty well at Tribal Councils. Um, and, and, you know, Tasha's and Jatia on the one side are, are pretty reasonable. And then there's Gary just like fumbling around and making an ass of himself. I might, you know, I might, I might side that way as well. Yeah, Garrett did not have a good performance at the Tribal Councils. Did not for between the spider on him between uh, it was also weird in the first tribal council where Jeff was like, okay, does anybody want to play the hidden immunity idol? And he was like, <laughs> like what was <laughs> that? That could about? be editing. I don't know about that. I'm always suspicious of like those like random. You know, it's always like someone like that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's take some more questions. This is from uh, Fitzy Brendan, uh, Brendan Fitzpatrick. He wants to know, has there ever been someone who is more obviously a recruit and has never seen a single episode than Garrett? 
uh, hashtag RHAP. I don't know if that's the case. I really, I, I, I think that I think that Garrett has seen the show before. I think he, I, I'm with Fitzy, Fitzy here that, that Garrett is a recruit and he's someone who watched a ton of episodes to prepare in advance. Um, and that is where his knowledge of the show comes from. Now, I also was that person in the recruit who watched a ton of episodes to prepare in advance. I was just a lot smarter than him. <laughs> who would win in a poker game, you or Garrett? I believe I would just ask him what his cards were and he would tell me and I would win. <laughs> yeah. No, he would sit. He would know what he would do is sit at the table and say, all right, guys. Seriously, we're all here at the poker table. I, I, no bluffing whatsoever. Let's just <laughs> yeah. all let's just all show each other our cards. Look, I have a king and a four. That's what I have. So let's just play it out. Let's see what the flop is, and then lo- let's just go from there. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. He's, and, he's a joke. And at the point when he has the big stack, where he has the yeah, most yeah. chips. He's like, all right, everybody, let's just all show each other what cards <laughs> we have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. wait, wait, how am I supposed to beat you if you, like, well, that's let's just not worry about that. Um, well, he was really whiny, too. You know, that, that was another thing that really bothered yeah. me about Garrett, is he was like, I'm hungry and tired. I don't want to play. I don't want to work. I don't want, I mean, first he said he didn't want to work because he wanted to play the strategic game. Then when it was time to play the strategic game, he's like, I don't want to play the strategic game. I want to sit here. No, he what? didn't say what? that. That wasn't what. Well, you know, you're you're kind of right. Uh, he he didn't want he didn't want to. Uh, he felt like the game was hard. The conditions were hard, and I, he didn't feel like doing anything. So you didn't feel like he got out of the game. I mean, it's day it's day what four day five. He did not seem to have a love of the game of somebody that's like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm playing Survivor. This is great, and that adrenaline carries you through a week, two weeks in the game. You know, and, and you know what? Maybe if he had a little bit of extra padding, he might have been able to last a little bit longer. Yeah, that's good. The, the padding is good. Don't sleep on the padding. Yeah, that's good. Um, I so uh, we got a uh, Paige Thompson wants to know: Will Survivor ever ban food slash camp destruction? I would rather get punched once by Jatia than lose my rice supply. Good question, Rob. What do you think? Will they ban it when it becomes when everyone's always throwing out the rice? How? Well. I don't know. I think that something worse needs to happen before we do that, before we change the rules. Because how are you going to call? How are you going to call that? I mean, and then also you have no episode. So if we make the rule, if you pour the rice in the fire, then immediate DQ. You make it very easy to sort of have the easy DQ. It's like, oh, you want out of the game? Okay, dump the rice in the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I hope they don't. I, I don't think they would either. And I honestly, I do not think that that many people will do it. Um, it was an erratic thing that Brandon did. Uh, it was obviously equally erratic that Jatia did. These are not mentally stable people. <laughs> yes. You mean survivors? Uh, as a whole, but those who specifically. Okay. Um, Mr. Mack wants to know, since Garrett left the immunity aisle back at camp, will it be rehidden or will it stay in camp where he left it? That's what, a good question. Think, That's a good question. Um, I think that they'd have to uh, give new clues to it, I think. I don't know. I think it's I a producer know. call. I think if it's like in his stuff, they would like let someone find it. I think if it's buried, that they might, that they might, might uh, you know, go go get another one. Yeah, yeah. I, that's a tough question. I don't know. We'll we'll see. That's uh, I'd be interested to know what you guys think about that in the comments. Uh, okay, let's go. Next question from uh, Miss Zandra B wants to know 
What was the right move for David when he had to pick the weakest player? Well, I said it was just pick Cass. Don't overthink it. I think that's a bad, a bad job when you have a, a, a decision to make and you do something that is not the straightforward decision. And especially he showed up wearing uh, like, again, that uh, the show picks out for you what you're wearing. But right. even in those first couple of moments where they said Cass said, uh, I never trust a man in a suit, which was bad on her part. Don't say that. Don't say that. Just sh- just shut up. Say something nice when you're in front yeah. of the whole group. With like the first thing that somebody should hear from you shouldn't be, oh, I, I don't trust that person because he's wearing a suit. <laughs> like it was the same thing that happened with Jervis's niece and Brad Culpepper last season, right? That she had like he, Brad Culpepper's like, well, I might have to throw the challenge if, and then she's like, well, I don't want him on my team. Like just don't say anything when you have everybody in front of everybody. Don't say anything. Francesca screwed herself when she said about Boston Rob. Worried about you know day one. Worried about you know the returning players. They got to go. Yeah. What and about she, and, and uh, what about with Coach in uh, Survivor South Pacific when Christine was like, oh, they got the uh, you know returning players. They're the first ones to go. Like just don't say were, anything. Yeah. yeah. Here's here. You know what? What about this move for David in that situation though? And here's what I thought he was doing. David turned to Garrett and he slapped him on the shoulder. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. David is going to say. Garrett is our ox. I trust this guy. I feel a connection with him. I'm going to, whatever mission is about to happen, I want Garrett representing me and my team in that mission. You go over there, Garrett. Uh, what about that move? That would have been great. That would have been fantastic. And even like he could have even done the Frank Underwood move where he, where he does that. And then even if no he doesn't, spoilers. No it's spoilers. not a spoiler, not a spoiler, but okay. he, even if he, he doesn't mean it when he gets back to camp and say, look, Garrett, I, you know, I trusted you. You were the only person that I would have put in that position. Somebody like yourself that, you know, that would, that would have been good too. But it just, it just seemed like, oh, here's the biggest threat in the, in the team. And now I've pissed him off. Like, like, why did why would you want to piss him off? Yeah, I agree, Rob. The bad, bad, uh, bad. Uh, that's why we're the know-it-alls. That we know everything. Why, yeah, we would have done it so well. <laughs> we would have won this season. <laughs> All right. Oh, Sarah Freeman. Uh, she wants to know: Can Jatia recover Holly Hoffman style from her first week breakdown, or is she Hans material? Uh, Stephen, what's your take on this recovery or no recovery? I mean, I think it's unlikely that she recovers. I, I think it's always possible. I think that you can basically, re- I mean, if you're in the game, you can recover from anything. Can she win with this legacy of having thrown out the rice? I wonder, I, I wonder if she could win with that. Uh, what, what do you think there? No, Rob? she can't recover. She is un- unrecoverable, and she's not, she's not cut out for this game. She has way too thin of a skin. That anything that like you know anybody says to her, she's taken it way personally. Even at tribal council, that Jeff Probst is like, "All right, Jatia," and she's like, "Oh, I knew you were gonna talk to me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. why did you have You're, to?" Yeah. Like yeah. it's tribal council. It's tribal council. Like it's not Jeff Probst has to ask you a question. Like it's not a big deal. Like don't get offended. Right. That's interesting. That's that's a good observation that she's got a little bit of like a narcissist personality disorder and relates everything back to herself. To be fair. Uh, she, she had just, you know, thrown out the rice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was the first tribal council. Oh, really? Oh, that was... She had just ruined their shelter. She had just like destroyed their shelter. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Survivor Texas. Take this one, Stephen. Uh, Survivor Texas wants to know, Jeff replenished Brandon's tribe when he threw the rice. But when Jatia does it, it seems like he doesn't want to replenish the rice. What do you think, Rob? Do you think Jeff is going to replenish the rice? And, and if not, is it, is it the right call? 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're <laughs> they're gonna do there. Um, I wonder if they'll just give them rice and we won't see it on the on TV. I I don't know. I I think that like the Brandon thing was a specific circumstance. It was obviously a mental breakdown. Jatia's no. thing is it's like so cavalier, and they don't even vote her out. Yeah. I think like if you don't vote her out, you don't get more rights. Like that's the rule. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, I take it back what I said. They should not get more rice. She's still there. Like, she can't <laughs> yeah, dump yeah. out the rice and then get more, and she's still there. Like, the Brandon <laughs> thing was like, okay, basically, the Brandon thing was like, boy, this guy is way unstable. We are me- we are uh, psychologically medevacking him right now. Uh, we'll pretend we voted him off, and, uh, you know, he's unstable, and you guys shouldn't have had to deal with that. That's bad on us that we put him out there. Here's, here's the rice that he did. But in this instance, this person is still there. Like <laughs> crazy, crazy. Yeah. What a game. What a country. I don't know. And and somebody like that, like, like you go on, you go on survivor and unless she's going to be a professional reality star, like how is this person like go back to work and, and, right. and like go into a work environment like this, go into the nuclear engineering environment that she like works. Right. In. Like, wouldn't you imagine Other like years. as a nuclear engineer, wouldn't you like yeah. imagine like, like is some if somebody like you know uh like they don't get her in you know she doesn't get to sign the birthday card before they give it to somebody is she gonna like you know take the fuel rods and dump them out like what this seems like a bad idea yeah uh not not a great not a great move when you're in a real profession to behave like a maniac on national television should jatia have peed in the rice <laughs> Is that the That's move? the thing. If you're a Hans, you can do whatever you want on TV because you will always be a Hans. And doing crazy things on TV is is how you make your living. But when you have a real job and you are required to act like a normal human being, you know, behave, behave, people. Yeah, Brandon Hans also, uh, as many of us on Facebook know, has been you know somewhat unlucky in love uh, in the last few months, and has, has you know he's he's looking. Do you think that Jatia? could be a potential match for Brandon Hans. Should they date? No, they would have no food in their home. Every time there was a fight, it would all go out the window. <laughs> all right, let's do, a few, let's do a few more questions with Stephen Fishback, who's on fire tonight. Woo! <laughs> Here he goes. All right, let's go from Frog Dog Beth, who says, uh, Stephen, from the first episode, how similar do you think Spencer is to you? Does... You know what? I, I did see some similarities with Spencer and me. Um, I thought the way he guided conversations was sort of the way that I did it in a kind of like subsecondary but guiding role. But but you know Spencer uh, certainly his his JT was a lot dumber and ultimately was voted out. So uh, that that's to his benefit and his detriment. Uh, you know, Rob, you're not you're a, a classic survivor nerd. What do you think about Spencer's gameplay compared to your own? Compared to my own, I mean, I think that what he's done is a good job. Uh, kind of like what. You know, I feel like the similarity between him and myself is, you know, just show up in the first couple days and don't make waves. Just try to just try to get people to like you. And that's that's it. Don't show up on day one and be like calling the shots. Just just show up like like don't don't, you know, make it don't piss people off and just be there and nobody will vote you off. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't work out for me as good the second time I tried to do that strategy. <laughs> but the first time, it works. Just, just don't, don't give people a reason to vote you out, and they won't vote you out. The um, I really liked at the, at the end of the episode when he, you know, after after Garrett was voted off, and he was like, uh, 
well, is anyone going to welcome me to the bottom? I thought that was great. You know, it was like a very, I mean, it was also, it was Cochrane-esque. I mean, it, in, in the sort of self-aware remark that brings attention to the game itself, um, is, is, is Spencer a Cochrane that doesn't suck? That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. I actually thought Cass's line was better when she said, eh, it's not so bad. I thought that was re- that was really really good. Uh, I actually, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought I liked Cass a, a lot tonight. I thought that um, Cass, I I picked Cass. I thought she was going to be the first one out of this tribe, and I thought that Cass, even though I think she made the wrong move, I liked her as a character on the show, and I hope that she sticks around. Yeah, we haven't really seen that character, have we? This sort of uh, older. I don't know how old Cass is, but older on survivors, anyone over thirty. Uh, the older, like, survivor, like, schemer, right? Like, who's who else have we seen who's like that? Well, I said I thought she could be a Kathy Vavrick O'Brien. That's oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Although Kathy was more like inspirational than, than I feel like Cass is. Like, Cass has got a little bit more cynical. Yeah. Um, but you know, cut from the same cloth, maybe. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Few- um, hey, Rob, Joe Kirsch wants to know: Do you think Spencer can dig himself out of the hole he's in? Hashtag Arhab. Yeah, I I don't think that there's anything that's saying, oh my god, I'm I'm I don't feel like Spencer is going to get voted out next week. Um, no. but it, like the the warning light is on. I'd say let's go, let's put the Spencer light at yellow. Yeah, I mean it, the odds are that brains will lose again, right? But like maybe something in them will think like we have to keep like the one dude we have, you know? Like not that like dudes are so valuable, but you know it's it's a physical game. Yeah, Who's lifting. And I think that he he can, if anybody, you know, I feel like Garrett was sort of not letting him play the game either. Like Garrett was sort of like the boss who was like, all right, you're with me. And, you know, we're not strategizing. We're not going to, you know, overthink this. And now Spencer is really kind of free now to play his game a little bit. Um, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think that it will be very liberating for Spencer and really could like it could be for the best for him. You know, it could be like make him uh, yeah, come out of Garrett's what would have been Garrett's shadow. Yeah. Um, Steve Helling. Hey, Steve Helling, uh, you know, writer for People magazine. The Steve uh, Helling. Survivor B. The Steve Helling uh, wants to know what's up with them giving a friggin saw to the tribes. What tools did you have in your season? Some Bro, people were pissed what? off about the saw. I saw Matt Bischoff on Twitter was <laughs> tweeting about the saw. Um, we, you know, we did not get tools, uh, really in, in the Amazon. We all had, we had, we all had a machete. That was probably the biggest advantage that we had eight machetes. And I know it's a big deal that you only get one machete. Yeah, you all each, I remember that you were always hacking through the jungles. Yeah. We all had a machete cause it looked cool. Uh, it did look really cool. And then in survivor all stars, we didn't have anything to start, but then we had a home Depot challenge and then we had yeah. tools left over from that. And then I didn't like on season. We had a machete, and that was it. And then we like won fishing gear, which was pretty useless. Like the spear, <laughs> the, the rods were okay. The rods were okay, but like you could only fish like bear. You could only fish at dusk, basically. And then by then it was like too late because that's when the fish bit. And then, and then by then it was too late to like clean them. So uh, speaking, it was of, not a great yeah. Speaking of the fish and the fish puzzle, who was getting the fishy? So this was uh. Well, what do you think? I, I'm giving it to Tony. Tony, yeah, oh, I don't like. Tony? I don't like that. I don't like that. Who do you like? Who do you should I give it to? Well, I think you could give the fishy to Sarah. Who is Sarah? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, she, she, I think she had a good. She had a good night. She seemed to be. The, she was the only person that was able to be the leader from those three tribes and come away with her tribe liking her. 
you know. I, yeah. The problem I have is that there are. Um, yeah, I would like to give it to Sarah. That's that's a good one. The only problem is I have I have six hundred words, and there's a lot of stuff with the brains to talk about. And nobody on that tribe is worthy of the fishy. So it's like I gotta talk about Tony because I gotta talk about the idol and I gotta talk about all right, all right. the the, the that's, this highway. This is the inside baseball with the people blog. Yeah, he's, he's seen, we're seen finding the out how the sausage is made. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, let's do two more questions. Two more. All right, you do one and I'll do one. All, all right. right, Samuel Peterson wants to know: Are cute girls more trustworthy than hot girls? What do you think, Rob? Well, let's talk about. Well, I don't know. We'll get ourselves in trouble if I give you all of the good, <laughs> the female Survivor players, and you tell me if they're cute or hot. But oh no, I like that. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. Um, are hot are hot survivors more dangerous than cute survivors? I think we, let's talk. We, I, I think there's a difference with hot girls, cute girls. I think cute girls as a whole are probably more. No, I don't know. I don't know. I get his thinking. I get his thinking because it's like the hot girl is going to be more of a vixen. She's going to be like more used to manipulating men. I think cute girls are actually just as used to manipulating men as hot girls are. And hot girls might. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Ron? See, I think that the difference between cute and hot is sort of the self awareness that you're attractive. Where right. I feel like cute is sort of like I'm attractive and I don't I don't really n- understand what that does to people. And I think hot is I'm attractive and I know what that does to other people. So I thought that was actually kind of an interesting line. And I do agree with it. And I'm very excited for Survivor Survivor 31, cute versus hot. I feel like I said something incriminating. Now. I feel like I've like I've like revealed my like fear of, of cute and hot girls. But uh <laughs> Yes, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. All right, one last one last question with Steven tonight. Uh, from Peppermint Fatty, he wants to know, so is getting voted out without even digging up your immunity idol worse than getting voted out with two in your bag? Um, no. No. I think having the idols with you and having two of them is worse than on day six get, getting voted out with the idol. Is this the earliest somebody has ever been voted out with the idol? Can we get a fact um... check on that? That's interesting. It may be. It very, I, I would be surprised if someone had had the idol by the second tribal council and gotten, but I can't think of an example where that's happened. Yeah, I think I think we might be onto something here. So yeah. let us let us know in the chat room and uh, in the comments. Stephen, I'm so excited uh, for Know It Alls this season. I think we're yeah. Gonna- what a season! Yeah, what a season. I think this is going to be really fun because we can re- we can really talk about these people. Uh, we don't have to couch any of our opinions because we really know these people or yeah. anything like that. So uh, every week, 9.15, we're going to be back 15 minutes after the episode, and I think it's going to be a really, really great season. Do you think this is going to lead to an all-star brains versus bronze versus beauty, Rob? Um. I ne- I hadn't thought that. Um, I guess it's I guess it's possible. Uh, did did you hear, Stephen, that we cast an All Star Brains versus Beauty versus Braun? Oh no! Yes, you did. You tweeted about it. Oh, that was the thing that Laura Moret was upset at me about no. for like being like not charming or something because I dissed Zira. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna charm her anyway. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, great, great show, Rob. Good job. Yeah, and I, I hope everybody, you know, get locked in for the season. You know, there's been a couple months since we did the Survivor podcast, so just make sure your su- subscriptions are up to date. If you want to subscribe on iTunes uh, to Rob Has a Podcast, go to robhaswebsite.com slash iTunes. And for the Survivor feed only, if you only are into Survivor, don't want to hear about Amazing Race or Big Brother or any, any of that other stuff, you can go to 
Rob is website.com slash Survivor Podcast. And we always appreciate uh, you subscribing to the YouTube channel and uh, liking the video as well. So, and Steve and I will be back one week from tonight to talk about it. Everything on episode, is it now, is, is next week episode two or episode three? Uh, I guess it's two? episode two. Yeah. Two? <laughs> yeah. But they kind of gave us two episodes tonight. It was like two and one. Um, yeah. And then tomorrow I will speak with uh, with the first two players uh, voted out of the game. David at and- the same time. No, I think they're going to be on different calls. I hope they're different. I like them all when they're different. Yeah, I'm uh, because I have one at eight thirty and one at nine. So uh, sounds different. David, David and Garrett will be on separate calls tomorrow, and we'll talk to them and ask them everything about what happened for this cr- crazy, crazy brainstorm. And then we'll have our full recap podcast with Otis tomorrow. So jam packed Thursday on RHAP. Stephen, thank you so much. Thank you, Rob. Check out Steven's blog tomorrow on people.com. Yes, people.com, TV Watch, Survivor. Check it out. Basically, a lot of the things I've said tonight, I'll be recycling uh, there. Yeah, and leave us your comments on the on the video and on robinswebsite.com too because uh, we love to hear from you guys and tell us what you think about the show. So take care, everybody. Have a great night, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. by the fake plastic trees hear more of their music at fakeplastictrees.nl